support the work of Strike Level Sports by heading to Fanatics.com and purchasing officially licensed gear from the NFL, the NBA, and more. Each purchase made through the text link below goes into the funding of the Strike Seven Sports brand. To proceed, go to the link strikesevensports.com forward slash fanatics. I say again, strikesevensports.com forward slash fanatics. Thank you. thing I can say to this media because this media gets kind of up sometimes when it comes to me we don't have our full roster y'all know we don't have our full roster stop asking me stupid questions about if I feel like I can do something if I had my roster like they did then I feel like I can do whatever I want to do I'm coaching really hard my boys are playing really hard I'm not embarrassed about nothing we have four freshmen starting y'all need to act like it Act like we got 17, 18, 19 year olds out here trying to learn how to play against 22, 23, and 24 year old guys. Come on, man. Stop disrespecting me, bro. Like, don't do that. I work too hard. I work way too hard for that. Y'all read all these articles about me, and all I do is work. We got young kids on the floor. They got young kids on the floor. All right, man. So, those are the words of Memphis Tigers head coach, Penny Hardaway. So what's good, y'all? This is my boy. This is your boy Derek Branch here, StrikeSevenSports.com. Joined by my co-host Brian Bada, Leo Seabury. This is another episode of Strike Seven Sports Podcast. We talk about Memphis on YouTube tonight. And we're gonna recap the loss, the win over the um, Cincinnati Bearcats. So I played that video just as a reminder of what the team has gone through and how the team has responded. Ever since that rant on January 20th, which was the last time the Tigers lost a, a basketball game, the last time we lost a game, they've went, they've six, they're a six and zero ever since that loss. And I think if they go, if they continue this and they make it to the tournament, there'll be a memorable rant. I think you would have to put that one up there, to me, a memorable rant right there, po a memorable post game rant. If he makes it, if they make it to the tournament, because I think is that it was that important, you know. And the team has won six six straight games. They've beaten um, Cincinnati. They swept Cincinnati. They beat Houston. I thought it was going to beat them. I was confident. Um, a lot of cats, you know, didn't feel too confident. You know, even my my cocos. But that's, I'm going to leave them long on that one. But they they win it. They win it right now and. They beat um they beat Cincinnati um I was impressed with the victory yesterday um I would say that to me Cincinnati probably I said this in the article today too in the recap Cincinnati may be the more experienced team the more veteran you know mature team but they were not they weren't the more talented team they weren't they weren't the better overall team compared to Memphis and I saw some points in the game where some times in the game, moments in the game where um, Cincinnati was trying to do these, you know, these veteran tactics to, like, get back in the game. Um, like the time where uh, the guy from uh, Cincinnati tried to, uh, hold on for a second, fake the uh, the three-pointer and uh, DeAndre Williams fouled him. He got to the line, shot three free, free throws. A couple things they were just trying to do to get back in the game. 
And every time Cincinnati would try to make it interesting, Memphis just got back at them. You know, they just kept the next, kept, kept the foot on their necks. And like I told y'all, man, I, I, I was like, I think I was the only one that was like believing this, man. Like, if they could just win four, five, six games straight, they they'd be in good shape. They swept Cincinnati. They beat Houston once. Beat them again, and you win this game against uh, SMU this Saturday, you in good shape. That's all I'm gonna say. Then you, you in good shape for a tournament bird. Now imagine if they had if the Tennessee game didn't get didn't get canceled, and they had won that game. Imagine what Memphis, where Memphis would be at, man, if that game didn't get canceled. So I think it, it's it's looking good for Memphis right now. So um, I just want to ask y'all your thoughts, y'all takeaways from that last night's game. what we can do and, they, and they're doing and they're doing what they're doing now because of the fact of the matter is them 
they go into that bread and butter. They're relying on um, the playmakers are making plays. You got DeAndre Williams, who kind of he's a, he's kind of the glue to this team. Like he keeps this team together. Like when he plays well, most of the time this team plays well. And you got to give a shout out to Alex Lomax. He's been stepping it up recently. Like that last game, nine nine assists, zero turnovers against a really good Cincinnati defensive team. He deserves a lot of credit for that. And you know he lot he take a lot of the blame when things don't go well. He, uh, he seems to get a lot of the finger pointing him. But you have to give a man his flowers when he does well. And as Brian, the time you talk about the Bears, still is uh, I was looking at the bracket with Doug Nard had Memphis as the first team out. Any cast has him as the last last four in. Well, it's the last team in actually. And so it will be coming down to a Bears still, and then you resume wise, they do have some bad losses. They did lose to Tulane. You lost to Tulsa. Lost lost to uh, UCF, which wasn't as good as people thought they would be this year. So. It's some bad losses. He lost to East Carolina. There's some bad losses in there, but at the same time, the Bama win helps you a lot. You also have the uh, the Houston win. You also have uh, a close loss to Mary State, too. Keep that in mind, too. That Mary State team is a, a ranked squad that they lost to by a few points. And so they're, they're going to have the chance to, uh, to uh, sweeten up their resume. But at the same time, I'm not saying they have to win the conference tournament because Sometimes, some, a lot of times, these teams play themselves out. The true, the true teams that are like contenders for spots, they weed themselves out towards the end. But I would say that for them to, get, to feel secure about making a tournament, they do need to uh, at least make a run there, making the NCAA tournament. They need to make a run in the conference tournament. Yeah, I agree. Um, they need to uh, keep doing what they're doing. <laughs> Big game is Saturday. It's the game Saturday, right? Uh, Sunday. Sunday? Oh, yeah, all right. My bad. Sunday against SMU, the team that they last lost, they last, um, lost to. So, I mean, they look like, they, they, to me, they look like, they like the bigger threat than, um, Cincinnati and Houston, to me, man. SMU looks like a really, uh, pesky team to deal with. Um, uh, they won, got, got the, got the, uh, standings pulled up right now. They, they just lost. They just lost again. Yeah, SMU just lost the Temple. Wow. But a, a key note: they didn't have their best player, so not saying they should have lost, but that's something important to mention. I think I think Memphis could beat them. I think they could get them on the road. They're doing really well. Um, Josh Minu, man, has been a um, a really good addition to the squad, man, and. Um, you see, you finally get to see what Landis Nolly can do once he's utilized in the right way. Um, DeAndre Williams, I always felt like he was a good player, great addition. Um, Alex Lomax, uh, playing like a, um, a traditional point guard, pure traditional point guard, prayer, get everybody involved. I think that's really good. Doesn't play the, the hero ball, you know, more role anymore. Um, I just like what I see, man, with this team, bro. It's been a long time coming. Finally coming together. Got a few years of, um, you know, COVID and dealing with the NCAA and James Wiseman stuff and guys transferring. Remember, we had, like, what, it was three or four guys transferring from the roster last year after the, after the NIT? So, I mean, where are those guys now, you know? But this is a good team, man. And Tyler Harris... That's, but that can't, that's manifesting. So, um, he's helping out as well. I mean, one of the, the biggest things I see from 
this year to last year is the scoring now. You got guys that can score compared to last season where they getting these they was getting these um gaps where they couldn't score points, lose the lead, and it was just at the battle back to, to get back into the game. But we don't I don't see that in these last couple of games, man. I don't see that at all this season. But for right now I don't. But should be a good game, man, this um Sunday. And I expect um Memphis to pull it off, man. What do y'all think? It's going to be tough, but it's going to, like, two contrasting styles. SMU, they have some bigs, but they're mainly going to play small with that five-out system. Uh, they're going to be tough to beat, but I think Memphis can beat them, especially if, if Kendrick Davis is their best player. His status is iffy, but obviously, I, 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 I think he can play. He's, he probably missed today's game. They're like, well, do we think we could either beat Temple, but if we lose, it's not the end of the world. But, uh... Well, we'll see, but yeah, if I if I had to pick right now, I get SMU the slight edge at home, but playing, I wouldn't be surprised if they win that game. Jenny and Elia. Um, really, two more games that they start, they're gonna be how they uh, how they start because they last game they really got to a bad start and just really just they never found they never found their footing. And so it's going to be really key. The first 10 minutes really could tell the tale of this game. Um, it's going to be really, like, they, a lot of their offense goes through uh, Kendrick Davis. And he was like, he, obviously, as Brian just said, he was a key loss. It was a key loss for him the other day, and they, and they failed to um, temple. But I do feel that they, uh, that the SMU moving back, I do think that they're going to regroup and they're going to retool, and they'll be back on Sunday and get Memphis a for but I do think Memphis pulls this game out simply because I feel like they're just on a momentum drive right now and we just have a drive they don't care about who they're playing I feel like they're, they just have a fearless mentality that we can beat anybody you just beat Houston if you can beat Houston you can beat anybody in this league and that's just kind of a mentality that you that you have and it's a fearless mentality you have to have that mentality you can't be scared of anyone in this conference the, the, the teams that are scared of people those are the teams at the bottom and Memphis was one of those teams at first until they found that they, they realized you can't have that fear, that fear, that fear mentality. You got to say anybody can be beaten on any given night. So I feel like Memphis is locked in. I feel like they they can win, and I feel like they're gonna take care of business. I feel you, man. I feel you on that one. Hey, so I guess the the, the media, I guess, still trying to poke the bear. So last night I was on uh, Twitter after the game, trying to you know check out the reactions, the comments. And I saw a quote online from a tweet. Can't remember where it came from. Uh, from one of the writers from the uh, Daily Memphian. I'm not directing that at him or anything like that, but it was somebody. It was asking him a question about. They asked Penny a question of, uh, does he miss? Uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but it, it was uh, along the lines of, is his team better without Mamani Bates? And according to the response, Penny Hardaway stated that he can't, cannot, act, cannot. You cannot say that right now about him not uh, the team meet better with uh, Monty Bates because he said he's still learning and the team's still growing and you know um, a lot of folks online were kind of upset about that um, that question. So what do y'all think about that? What do you what do you takeaways from that? Is I I personally don't think it's a bad question, but not saying well, it kind of puts money in a bad light because it makes it seem like the team is better because he's not playing. It's kind of a bad question. They're trying to set him up. See, journalists, journalists do that. We try to set people up to, to, you know, 
give him the answer that everybody wanted. Everybody wanted him to say yeah. a certain answer, but he, he gave the, the right answer. Yeah. Not, he, every, you never know. Like, this team was winning with the money, they were losing with the money, so, so without the money. So it's not as if he, his absence has been the reason why they're winning. And so I feel like it was a it was a respectful, respectable answer. You know what I'm saying? What do you think, Brian? Uh, it's just to me not a controversy. They are better without him. Now it's not a knock against him. It's just most college teams are better when they play their veteran guys, unless if they're the freshmen that play or younger guys that play are the best of the best. And so it's not a knock against him. This team is better without him. Now that doesn't mean when he comes back, he can't play a a, a role on this team. But right now. personally should come back man come back um retool you know work on your uh skill set you know just refine those areas that you may be weak in look at the film work with penny and um come back man because i think he would be better he would be better as a asset to the team and to, to himself playing with this program going next season i think he's gonna be a number one pick in the draft according to experts so we'll see everything plays out man what do y'all what else y'all think anything else to add to this well i do feel that like you said money's not i, I can't say like i don't I, like i said i disagree with brian on uh, this point about money being better like the team being better without your money but i do understand where he's coming from because they feel like the team does miss maybe the chemistry is better but I feel like the team, when you have a guy like Imani, who I feel like we haven't, this guy is, he hasn't seen like his ability to take over like games like that because he really hasn't done that. But I feel like he has that in him. And I feel like that's going to come out at the right time. And I feel like when it does, it'll be like an asset. He's a, he could be an X-Factor for this team. So I don't want to just cast him away and say he can't be of help to this team, if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. I, agree. I, just, I mean, I'm the same way. I don't feel like just cast the guy away because he's not playing up to his ability right now. It's the guy's still young, man. Dude came out before high school. After um, he didn't even you know play senior year high school, so he has time to grow, man. He like, just need more room to grow. It's just not his time right now, man. To me. All right, all right, man. That's all we have for y'all for right now, man. Uh, give us a like, comment, subscribe to the channel. Let us know how you feel. How you feel about Memphis? Um. Playing against uh, SMU this uh, Sunday, do you think they'll win it? Also, um, if you would like to uh, listen to any other uh, any other of the uh, Memphis content? Check out our Memphis Tigers Talk playlist. 
Also, description box below. Check out strike7sports.com forward slash Memphis Tigers for latest content on your football and basketball news on the Memphis Tigers program. That's all we have for y'all for right now. Have a blessed night. Please subscribe. Peace. We out. Thank you.